This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, we're going to open it up very briefly for comment from Scott, and then we will, of course, open it up for questions. Uh, everybody is, is muted at this point. I will, uh, at that point, uh, you, you'll hear an option on the phone. Uh, it's star six and then a one if you have a question to ask, and then we'll get the questions. Scott has limited time today, so let's please, one question per person. We're going to try to get through as much as we can. Scott, the floor is yours. You've got a, uh, an amazing match. We're looking forward to it. You and Josh Matthews against Joseph Park and JB. Ross. Yes. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Listen, you know, I, I, you know, some people I, when I talk do these interviews, like I, you know, I say, I, you know, I wake up, I swear I'm in a good mood, and something happens, it pisses me off. I've been calling for ten minutes, and now I just get to the phone. What's wrong with this, man? Why are you making me wait ten minutes? Well, Hi. hey, Scott, thanks for taking time out to talk to us today. You've been in this industry for years. You've seen it all. What do you think it takes to make it in professional wrestling these days? And to what do you attribute your longevity? Uh, well, it takes a, you know, a combination of, of a lot of things. Time and being one of them, having a, you know, a good presence, having it factored, having, you know, looking good and, you know, in-ring ability and, uh, and uh, luck has a lot to do with it also. So, I mean, not everybody starts out great. It's, it's a, it's a process that takes, uh, years to perfect. And it's a profession that you can always get better at. So I've been fortunate Hey, Scott, Ryan Bowman from thegorillaposition.com. Um, thanks for your time today and for a lot of years of great memories. <clears throat> um, you've been uh, beating up people and winning championships for uh, a long time now. Um, now that you're an impact, uh, you've already been beating people up, or are you thinking about maybe a, another title run while you're there? Uh, man, I just focus, you know, one punch at a time, uh, one match at a time. Uh, you know, hurting one person at a time. So as far as uh, looking ahead, I really haven't uh, gave that much thought. Uh, but, you know, anything can happen. You know, it's like right now I want to reach through the phone and grab Ross's neck for making me wait 10 minutes to get out of the line. So anything is possible. You know, piss me off. Uh, things happen. Hey, Scott, Mike Johnson from PW Insider. Hope you're having a good day. Hey, what's up, man? 
Uh, do you feel vindicated by the fact that you're in a prominent position on the Slammiversary show, given all the legal issues that went on between you and the company when Dixie Carter was the owner? And do you feel like uh, that bad blood's been settled since she's pretty much out of the company, or is it still piss you off? The whole situation still piss you off? Uh, well, I think anybody that saw the, saw it was it was a joke. Uh, I mean, she's a joke. She was basically paying the foot in the bill. So, uh, when you know, talk the truth about Hogan. Uh, as far as now, it's like you know, uh, she dropped the case. Is like, and uh, we'll see what happens because you know, it's not over. What were, what were some of your favorite memories? My favorite memories when we all were the main event mafia, all the champions were together, and uh, you know that that was a lot of fun because you had you know a lot of, a lot of history in the ring. Every time we you know stepped in the ring, and and uh, and a lot of us had been around for a long time. So we the stuff that we did backstage, what was you know actually seen on TV was you know was you know the stuff we, that didn't make it on tv was was also entertaining and is and funny as hell so that, that was that was the most fun and you may now ask your question to date that's been the highest rated uh you know uh, portion of tna's existence so a lot of people bought into it uh because of the rally of everything, you know, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. Hi, Scott. This is Raj Geary with WrestlingInc.com. I just wanted to know how it, how it's changed backstage uh, when you uh, appeared on Impact uh, this last time, as opposed to the last time you were there. Uh, oh, the, the very last time, or I mean, last very last time there, I had Bruce Pritchard trying to kick me out of the Impact Zone. <laughs> so. You know, he, he's garbage. You know, I, I met uh, under Jeff Jarrett as opposed to uh, under Dixie Carter uh, when you were there. Oh, it was, well, I, I think if you talk to anybody, it was a huge uh, difference. You know, uh, I think when people see Jeff, they, they know that he, he knows what he's doing. Uh, clearly, everybody knew Dixie didn't know what she's doing. She's just, a, a, she was a mark wanting to be on TV. In it. So, uh, yeah, it, it was night and day. It's it's uh, people want to come to work. They're excited about what they're going to be doing, and uh, uh, it, it, it's, it's totally different. Hi, uh, Mr. Papa Pump. This is uh, uh, I'm from the Pro Wrestling uh, Reporter. Um, I just wanted what? to see if yeah. there's any chance. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! What's your name? Uh, my name is um, Richard. Uh, Mike Johnson, yes, sir. Mike Johnson from from PW Insider calling. Uh, Richard, Kansas. Richard, Mike Dawson. Yes, sir. Yes, Richard, sir. Mike Dawson. Yes, sir. Richard Johnson or Dawson. Yes, sir. Wanted to call and see if there's any possibility that you're just going to cancel this whole thing for Sunday. Is it this whole ridiculous? Call the whole match, call off. The whole match off. I mean, it, you, you have no, nothing left to prove in your career. You've got, right? You've got it all. Let me let me tell you something. Richard, Michael, Johnson, Dawson, whatever your name is, you tell Joseph Park, as soon as he gets to the thing, I'm going to start from, uh, as soon as he parks his car, puts it in, puts it in park, 
I'm going to be on his ass. All right? You got that? Richard, Mr. Michael, Dotson, Joseph. You could get arrested. Universal police are there. I mean, it's a bad idea up there. This is cold. The whole thing off. It was a big bunch of fun. We were joking around. Please, sir. Please. You, you think you think that's do you think we were joking around, Joseph? This is, this is not Joseph. This is Richard Michael, uh, whatever my name is. Just please, can we call the whole thing off, please? Let me tell you something, Joseph Park. I'm going to take you. I'm going to make you scream for your brother, all right? Because everybody knows your brother is the tougher wrestler, all right? You're probably beat up as a kid by him all all these years, so you had to whip, whip aside yourself and be a lawyer. See, that's one thing I don't like, Joseph, is lawyers. They're the scum of the earth, and you're a scum of the earth because you're a lawyer. Don't call in here saying you're Michael Johnson, Johnson, whatever, I know it's you, Joseph, and I'm going to beat your ass. Scott, I, I apologize. I don't know how he, he got the, this phone number. Uh, please accept my apology. We're going to move on to the next question. Uh, hi, Scott. Gross Samuel from Real Sport. You've had a lot of success as a uh, tag team wrestler with your brother and with Booker T. How do you think Josh Matthews is going to measure up as a tag team partner? Oh, he's not. I mean, he's, uh, but you know, I, I really, you know, he can. All he has to do is when I beat these guys to a pulp. All he's got to do is get on top of them, cover one, two, three when the guy's unconscious. So that that's his job. It's pretty simple. If he can fall down to his knees and flop on somebody, uh, that's all he needs to do. Hi, Scott. This is Raj Geary with WrestlingInc.com uh, again. I, I wanted to ask, like, your, your persona and everything, they don't make wrestlers like you anymore. And I, I just wanted to know, having been in the business for 30-plus uh, years, what are your thoughts on the business today? And um, are there changes you think that should be made? Yeah, the first two changes, they need to get rid of Stephanie McMahon and Hunter McMahon because <laughs> uh, they're two idiots. They're running the whole place up there. It's like... I mean, I feel sorry for the wrestlers nowadays. They, they got to, you know, uh, follow, the, follow the instruction of these two idiots that clearly don't know what they're doing. People don't want to watch it because the ratings are down. And, uh, and the reason why I'm calling Hunter McMahon, because she's obviously wears the pants. Uh, he, uh, he's a ballish walk around uh, human being that, uh, you know, needs to check himself in and see what, uh, you know, What's really going on down there? You can ask me that if you want, Scott. It's Dan from TWS Radio. I'll, I'll field the question if you want to ask it. If you, your request has been received. Ask you the question? Yeah, go on. Why not? Okay. Okay. Let me ask you. Like, where do you think, uh, you know, they make these uh, statues? Where do you think the statue of Ric Flair is at right now? Well, good, that's a good, yeah. good question. Where do you think that's at? My gut feeling is it's in some warehouse somewhere. You think? How about that statue of the Macho Man? The same, I would imagine. They're still together. Where, where, where do you think they are? Well, no. Have you seen the uh, statue of the Macho Man? That's a very good point, actually. That's a very good point. Yeah. No, they haven't yeah. done that, 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 that's, that's never going to leave Stephanie's bedroom, so. No, you ain't going to ever see that, <laughs> so. So, no. Um, it, where, where do you think all these statues are, are at? Because there ain't no building. 
You're probably right. They're probably collecting dust in the warehouse somewhere. Now, so they did put a physical hall of fame. What's that? If you do that, they did actually put a physical Hall of Fame, a physical one building you go to. Would you then be happy to be inducted, or is it still a no from your point of view? Uh, well, it depends. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, Vince gets paid to uh, you know put on a show. Yeah, if, yeah, pay me because Vince is getting paid to show the program. I mean, it's it's you know, I mean, I ain't, I ain't doing anything for free. He he doesn't do anything for free. He wants you know. So, yeah, price is right. Hi, Scott. It's the real Mike Johnson from PW Insider now. Um, following up, I guess, on the Hall of Fame trend here, uh, was there any resolution at all to the situation where you had words with Hulk Hogan's wife, which led to WWE banning you and having uh, people looking for you at the Hall of Fame because Hogan was threatened by your potential presence? Did anything ever come of that beyond, the, beyond Hogan going to the authorities? And uh, how do you feel about Hogan today? No, I uh, well, I had to get a you know, I had uh, called the you know, I had my lawyer call the, the police department because he tried to you know get me arrested for assault, you know, uh, threatening his life. I mean, yeah, that's a series of you know that carries fifteen, twenty years. So, and then of course you know, you know, WWE takes the word of a, a racist, you know, and uh, puts my picture all over, enters it, so I can't like I'm going to go there. Uh, it, it, you know, so no, nothing, nothing ever came of it. So, other than the fact that I had, you know, Hogan shows what a coward he really is. You know, when somebody, you know, I mean, lucky it happened at a, you know, airport where I had all the cameras, so I could, you know, it was easy to prove my innocence. Hi, Scott. Uh, David Dunn with the New Zealand Pro Wrestling Informer. Uh, it's come out today that uh, Impact Wrestling has acquired Global Force Wrestling. Obviously, the two companies have been working closely together for the year, but what do you think this formal acquisition means for the two moving on in 2017? Well, it's just, you know, everything's better from here on out. Uh, you know, Jeff's uh, get putting a lot of things together, uh, getting all the great talent that's out there around the world, and... Uh, I think it's, everything has looked good for uh, for uh, moving forward for Impact Wrestling. So it's a great thing. Hey, Scott, it's Mike from PW Insider again. Uh, the question I wanted to ask earlier before we ended up on the tangent, what's your status with Impact going forward past Slammiversary? Are, have you signed a deal? Are you working the TV tapings? Are you considered a full-time Impact performer again? Uh, where do you stand with Impact on July 3rd on? No, I, I haven't uh, had any talks on anything past this, you know, past Slammiversary. Uh, but, you know, if uh, I'm, I'm open to the fact where if somebody wants to hire me again to beat somebody up that they don't like, whether it be, uh, you know, in the Impact Zone or, you know, or we got these... Uh, like I said, I already said my distaste for lawyers. Anybody in the Orlando area that wants to call me up and, you know, take out a lawyer that you have problems with, it, where they, you know, increase their phone bill or your your uh, bill by making frivolous phone calls to you to run up the bill, uh, I could do that too. So, uh, no, I'm open with suggestions. You know, call me up. I'll beat somebody up. 
this is James Troopany from Total Wrestling again. Uh, as this weekend is about tag team wrestling, what are your favorite tag teams to watch, apart from the Steiner Brothers? Uh, you talk about now, man. It's, uh, man, I, I don't... I don't watch a lot of wrestling now. It's it's hard to watch. Uh, but the ones I I do, the guys that I do watch or do know is like the Usos because you know I wrestled their dad and their uncles. Uh, you know and you know uh, also even though he's not a tag team or he's a tag team once in a while is Bray Wyatt because you know I used to play with him when he was a little boy in the ring. You know it's like run around. He's the he was the funniest little kid. Uh, he loved wrestling. We, I used to take him in the ring and, and that. So he, he was a, he was a good kid, man. It was, I had a lot of fun with him and, and to watch him now, it's like, it's, you know, he does a hell of an interview. He's, he's actually awesome, you know? So, but I, man, I don't watch a lot of wrestling. It's hard to watch, man. Like, you know, I get that a lot from a lot of fans too. It's, uh, it's just hard to watch. And I feel bad for the wrestlers now that they're pigeonholed into these stupid gimmicks, that they have to do, you know, it's like you, they don't let people be themselves, like the way it was when I started watching, or the way it was when I was wrestling. It's like you, you had to come up with your own stuff, or you, you you didn't get over, you didn't have a job. So, well, I hope that answers your question. Hey, Scott, Jason from Icon versus Icon here. Obviously, you have fans all over the world. I was curious, you know, what is the best lesson? that those fans can take from your journey as a professional wrestler and as a human being? Uh, persistence. You know, nobody starts at the top. You know, I had, it took a lot of, a lot of hard work. Uh, and, it, you, know, you know, a lot of stubbornness, a lot of, you know, a lot of patience. It just, you know, it's a, it was a journey, and it was, it was something that I had to work for. It really wasn't. You know, with all you know, the way politics are and the backstab and all, it's, it took a lot of you know uh, persistence and stick to itness. So it's, it was it was uh, it was uh, you know just being just you know took a certain amount of toughness to keep going. But you know, wrestling because wrestling is a tough sport, man. It's like you, it's not like it was back when we first started, where you're traveling, you know, three hundred. 15, 330 days a year, but it's still, you're still beating your body up year round. So it, you just got to stick to it, man. What are your thoughts on the Vince Russo, Jim Cornette situation and the restraining order that uh, Vince Russo has on Jim Cornette? You know, I, I, uh, I just called a little bit the other day when I was like bored and, and, and it popped up. It's it, uh, Jim Jim Cornette's thing was the way he did it in his in a satirical way. His response was was funny as hell, uh, you know. But you know that that's Jim. You know, uh, it was comical, man. I, I his response was comical. That was that was I was like, and he he did it for the whole interview, like, and the, even the way he signed off was like, like, oh, I hate scare that little fella. It was very funny, but I, I don't know the reason why you would do a restrainer or, uh, but I, I can't, I can't answer for Vince cause I don't know what happened, but I just caught Jim's uh, reply and I thought it was pretty funny. 
Hey, Scott. Uh, Ryan Bowman from thegorillaposition.com again. Um, you said you didn't really care about the Hall of Fame at all, but um, every great wrestler has a legacy. When it's all said and done, what's the legacy of Big Papa Pump? Well, see, I'm already in the, I'm in the Hall of Fame in Michigan. I'm in the Dan Gable Hall of Fame. So, in a, which is, you know, see, Dan Gable was the head coach at Iowa when I was wrestling at Michigan. So, and he had a string of like, you know, 17, 18 national championships. So I, and I talked to him when I was there, and that was, you know, because I had actually beat one of those guys when the finals were in the, the Big Ten finals were in the, at Iowa City that year, uh, and it was nice to be remembered by him. You know, as you know, as great a wrestler he was. You know, uh, but you know, when I when I go out in these independent shows and and talk, say, I mean, that's that's good enough for me, man. Just you know, you know, WWE has all the. You know, the library of WCW, but, you know, they could try to deny me, you know, take me off everything and not put me on. They don't put me on the Goldberg's uh, uh, DVD, but I'm one of the few guys that beat them. It's like, come on, man. So if they want to do it, they do what they do, you know, pay back, you know. You want you want to treat me like shit, I'll treat you like shit. So it, it all comes down to what the, you know, how the fans remember you. Hey, Scott, Tom Empsey here from Wrestling Memes. Um, I actually just wanted to kind of bring the positivity of Slammiversary up for the event, and I was just hoping that you'd be able to say one nice thing about both of your opponents for this Sunday. Would that be possible? Oof. I, no, not really. No, no when I'm going to... If I'm going to fight somebody, I don't bring anything positive. I just think I'll, you know... Even if it does, it's not who I think about. Watch, you kick my dog? You know what I mean? It's like, I'll make up things just so I get pissed off and I want to punch you even more. Because, you know, but maybe after the ask me this question after the match, maybe, I'll, you know. But, uh, no, I, right now, all I'm thinking is like, you know, you stole my bike when I was a kid. You know, uh, you know something, you know, just sort of hidden pent up anger and it all comes out during the match, you know. So no, I, right now I'm no. It's all negative, and I'm going to punch these guys. Hello, Scott. Yes. Hi, it's George Bolton calling from the Sun. I wanted to talk about your second spell in WWE, in particular when you worked at Triple H. How was your relationship yeah. with him, and, and how did he treat you? Oh, to my face, he's great. You know what I mean? You know, but see, people keep on, you know. You know, people ask me about this. You know, you ask about it now. It's like, oh, I was talking about oh, I bred before. Oh, he's bitter. No, no, you understand? Like that punk ass set up this match. We practiced this match, and at no time, like when I did a, you know, the uh, double chicken wing thing. There's no any time when we practiced that that I had. Any indication, you know, you can screw up a guy's, any, any, you know, move a certain way at a different time. You're going to screw up guys' timing. So he, he sabotaged, you know. We're well, supposed to go 18 minutes. I didn't get a like, rink uh, cue to, like, 28 minutes. I never got it. It was 28 minutes. They didn't even say anything about, you know, time. You know, he, it was, you know, he did what he did. And he, and he tried to dog me for it. So, 
you dog me, I'll dog you. You know, you don't like it, you do something about it. You know what I mean? You're going to try to treat me and make me look bad? I'll tell the truth about you. Because you know what? truth about me is what it is. Wikipedia tells the truth about you, and he was nothing but a punk ass, nothing. Hi, Scott. It's uh, Rory and Paul at Team Venom Media. Um, just wanted to ask, has, has there been any talks about you going into the TNA Hall of Fame? No, no, I didn't. No, it's, the, it's the, yeah. No, not at all. I never even thought about it. It's sick. Like I said, man, I'm in the Hall of Fame in Michigan. Of Dan Gable Hall of Fame. They, they, you know, if I get recognized by Dan Gable, you know, what I mean, the guy who I idolized when I was, you know, amateur wrestling and growing up as a kid, that man, that doesn't get any better than that. Gonna quote me from Kelly Murray. Um, I'm just asking, um, talk to me about it. what do you make of Josh Matthews' in-ring ability, uh, considering what he did on Impact a couple of weeks ago? Uh, well, like I said before, he's he's not going to have to do too much. Uh, his in-ring his in-ring ability means nothing to me. So all he's going to have to do is flop down to his knees and cover somebody. And that's all I care about. He if he can fall down face first. That's all I care about, and they have the referee call it one, two, three. That's all the ability he needs. Hi, Scott. This is Philip Hamilton from uh, Bang Media. Thanks for your time. Um, You've also been very vocal during this interview about um, lots of subjects, including Hulk Hogan. After what happened to him in the last couple of years, do you think there's any way back for him to redeem himself in the wrestling business? <laughs> oh man, the guy, you know, you hear the tapes, he's racist. I mean, you know what you got to watch is go watch, go Google it. When he's on the stand with a stupid ass bandana, which what kangaroo court allowed a guy to testify with a bandana, but then he talks about the size of his penis. It's hilarious. I mean, I, I don't have to say it, but he, he humiliated himself. So, uh, you know, I don't care, care anything about Hulk Hogan. He's a piece of garbage. Hey, Scott. Jason from Icon versus Icon again. Obviously, we're living in very uh, politically correct times these days, and you're known for being the exact opposite of that. Have, in recent years, you felt any pressure to kind of tone it down? Has anybody, you know, really, you know, put the screws to you? Uh, well, that's the problem with society now it's- too politically correct, you know. You you can't speak your mind. Freedom of speech. Yeah, I mean, what's it all? What's it all mean? You know. Uh, no, nobody's told me to tone it down. I'm going to be me. Uh, I hope I don't change. If I if I do change, you know, that's day I'll die. You know. So why 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 be politically correct? Why you know? I mean. Sh- if you're going to say something truth about and Professor Russ says you can't talk the truth, I mean, it takes, you know, no, the answer is no. Yeah, hi, Scott. Jim Barcelona, Miami Herald. Just wondering what you thought of MMA, and if that, if that was as big as it is now back then, would that have been something you've gone into? Uh, I, I, I think MMA is uh, it's great entertainment. It's, I mean, it's a hard way to make a living, you know, having live rounds going at you all the time, you know. Uh, and you're right, it wasn't as big as it was when I was broke into wrestling, a professional wrestling, 
but a lot of guys that I, you know, uh, do in college, like Mark Coleman and uh, Don Fry, uh, they did very well in MMA. And if you see all the champions, mo- most of them are from amateur backgrounds, uh, you know, because wrestling is, is the toughest discipline there is. It's an oldest sport known to man. Uh, so uh, I'm glad I chose that I do, but I really didn't have a choice back then. It wasn't, it wasn't that, you know, it wasn't that big back then. Yeah. Hey, Scott, Jim Barcelona, Miami Herald. You mentioned Dick the Bruiser early on. Who were some of the wrestlers who did help you in your career getting started and who do you give credit for, for some of your successes? Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I was good friends with the macho man. We used to travel together back in uh, 92 when I went up there. I mean, he was a good guy. I mean, a straight-up guy. Uh, but you learn a lot from different people. And a lot of things you just learn by, you know, wrestling somebody, like, over and a bunch of times. It's like, you know, I wrestled Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton a lot. Um, and it's, you've got to learn from those guys. I mean, they were great. Uh, but yeah, you learn everything. You can learn something new every day. Is if you wrestle, you know, wrestle a lot of guys. Uh, so, and I, you know, you, you and then you got to pick and choose what you want to incorporate into your own, you know, what you want to do. So, yeah, it's uh, there's been a lot of influences uh, in professional wrestling, but and it's uh, and I try to incorporate different things. You know, a lot of it's timing and everything else that you learn. That you, you know, you a lot of people were like on camera is something that won't pick up. But, but you learn a lot from wrestling good guys. Hi, Scott. It's uh, Simon Miller from Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. Here, you mentioned earlier about you know how you saw on your road to success that having a physique was really important. Obviously, modern day pro wrestling has kind of moved away from that, and we've got a lot a lot of smaller guys. And obviously, you were known for your physique. I was just wondering what you thought about that change and whether you thought it was good or bad for the business. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. When you go to the circus, you want to see the freaks, you know? Uh, and that's the way it was when I broke in. Like you had a lot of, lot of huge guys. Uh, and that was the, the climate of professional wrestling. Uh, but wrestling is evolved. It's changed. Uh, a lot of people like it. Uh, some, a lot of people don't. So, but you know, it's you know, I, I like I said, I feel bad for the guys trying to break it now. With this, you know, at you know, with the way it's ran mm-hmm. up there, and then state guy, you got to have guys like Jeff and trying to give people other opportunities mm-hmm. to uh, wrestle. Hi, Scott. It's George Bolton again from The Sun. I was just um, wanted to ask, also ask about your memories of The Undertaker after you teamed up together at Survivor Series in 1993. Um, yeah, so what are your memories of, of working with him? Say that again, team of Undertaker? That was his question. That was his... Well, I, I, I knew him for a long time when he broke in. He also broke in with... Uh, or was there at the same time that it was in uh, 
Memphis territory. So I, I know Mark a long time. So and I've always got along with him. I mean, the Undertaker is one of one of the great uh, characters of all time in professional wrestling. So uh, I mean, it was great. He, you know, he's, he was always we were always you know got along. We always had a good time, and it was like he was he was you know one. You know, most athletes that get in professional wrestling are cool, and he was, you know, he's one of them. Uh, Scott, done a quarter from the Irish Mirror again. I was just asking him, one of the topics that was discussed in the email that we were sent was uh, the Impact World title picture. Do you think, it, once you've you've come out on top in this match and anniversary, if, if you were to get a chance in Impact Wrestling, would you go after the winner of, of Lashley and um, and Alberto up Trump? Uh... You never know. Like I said, I've been thought past this weekend, and if something happens that provokes me, yeah, anything can happen. But I've, I have really never thought about anything beyond this weekend. Hey, Scott, this is Joe from Toronto, TSPN. Just have a question for you, actually a couple questions. Can you tell me what was your greatest match of all time, greatest city you wrestled in, and how do you think the Wolverines will do this year in the NCAA? Uh, the Wolverines football, I mean, I expect, again, a great, great season from, uh, you know, um, Jim Harbaugh coach team. You know, uh, he always has the guys prepared. It's, uh, it's an exciting football. So I, I think they're going to do great again. Uh, and I, I look forward to it. I mean, I, I'm going to try to make up for a couple of games this year. I haven't been able to go back up in a couple of years. So I hope to go up there for a couple games. You may now ask your question. What's your other question? He had asked you about uh, your greatest match. Oh, man, that's that's hard to say. It's like we wrestled pretty much everybody used to wrestle, but every time you win a world title or a world tag team title is great. I think when wrestled in front of 193,000 people in Pyongyang, North Korea, uh, and set the outdoor attendance record, that's, I mean, that's that's pretty memorable. I mean, that's a record that won't be broken. So uh, I'll have to say that that right there. Uh, one of the ones that stick out in my mind right now. Hi, Scott. Rod Gary with Wrestling Inc. again. I wanted to ask you on your thoughts of the talent in uh, in Impact today and pro wrestling in general, and who, and who you think is the future of the business. Well. The, the wrestlers, you know, are uh, very talented. Is uh, uh, and I think you know the future wrestlers looks good uh, as far as being who's going to be the star of the future. I man, I have to watch it more than I do to say something about that. Well, Scott, I appreciate it, and I'm sure every member of the media appreciates it. You, you told us you'd give us 30 minutes. You gave us a full hour. Amazing answers. Uh, we look forward to the anniversary this Sunday night. Teaming with Joseph, uh, Josh Matthews against Joseph Park and Jeremy Borash. Any, uh, any yeah, hey, hey, get that number that guy who called it that said he was, that was Joseph Park. Get his number. All right? Uh, I'll text it to you immediately. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, 
but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.